How you doing though? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm like you know doing the work. Okay, good, good. Um, how was your Easter weekend? Easter weekend was lit. Like I was working most of the time, but then I got to go out with my girls and had a great time. You know. Okay, dope, dope, yes. dope. Talking about working, yeah, I did a big wedding yesterday. Yeah, uh, I made sure I was in my knee quality. You guys, I was actually working, so I was too busy to get the right yeah, content to post, but we'll see yeah. it later. Uh huh. But how was your Easter overall, though? Did you get to? Yeah, I spent time with my family as well. Like we ate and like you know watch movies together every year. We do the same thing, you okay, know. Dope. Get together. So introduce yourself to the people. Welcome to Motivation Mondays right now. Let yes. them know who you are for those who don't know you. And let's get right into this beautiful conversation. Yes, so my name is Eugenie. Um, I go by the name Nikwale sometimes for the people who know me as the fashion designer. Uh, I've gone through a lot. I went to school for fashion for like about four years. Where'd you go to school? I went to Fanshawe College. Okay. Yeah. I actually failed my first year and then after that, like, I had to, like, realize what I was about and what I was doing. Oh, wow. After that, like, you know, I studied throughout my year off and then went back to school and then did that, you know, did got good grades and stuff. And then after I graduated, I was able to pursue my fashion career. So let's talk about the failure part because mm-hmm. I didn't even know this. <laughs> what I love about these conversations yes. is I feel like in order for you to succeed, you got to fail first. Mm-hmm. So... What was that experience like and what did you learn from that? What was the takeaways from that failure? Um, It humbled me. Like, I never really failed anything in school before. And so, like, me going to this new college in a new town, I was able to experience, like, going out by myself and stuff like that. So I wasn't really taking school seriously. Um, I've never been the type to want to, like, fail anything. So when it happened, I realized that I had to get it together. Um, there was nothing really that I wanted to do other than fashion. Like, I quit playing soccer to be a fashion designer. And so I was like, if I quit soccer, like, I'm going to have to make sure I get this done. Hmm. So when I came back, I, like, you know, I asked my teachers what I had to do. Even some of my teachers didn't know, like, if I would be able to make it, hmm. like, when I failed. And then I asked them, I'm like, I'm serious about this. And, like, my program coordinator told me everything I had to go through to come back into school. So I did that, and then I did some extra studies. And then when I came back, I was like, you know, flying, you know? I did really good. Um, Even the new students were just like, yo, like, who is this girl? Like, why is she doing the most? (laughs) But yeah, after I did that, like, I started to realize how much I actually like fashion and the work that I have to put into it. And I was okay with it. Um, And yeah, it just took me to a place where I was really excited about everything I was learning and everything that I was doing. Dope. I love that right there. We're going to make sure we cut that part out because like we talked about, Mm -hmm. in order for you to see your wins, you're going to take some losses. But the great thing about what you talked about, you learned from your mistakes and you made sure you went harder and got everything that you deserved. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the name Nikwale. How did that come about? Was that during the school process? Was that before? Let people know how the name came about. Yeah. So Nikwale is actually my grandmother's middle name. Um, She has a huge story behind it. But the short of it all is that um, her parents couldn't have like children for a long time. And when it came about to say that like my grandmother was going to be born one day, (laughs) um, they gave her the name Nikwale, which means the name remains. Mm to say that like if ever like they were to have kids again or not like she would be the one to bring a name to the family and so i'm just trying to carry that legacy and actually my grandfather was the one who suggested the name 
so yeah it's really family oriented wow mm-hmm. now let's talk about your background because mm-hmm. you're you're mixed you yes. got a little bit of, i don't want to say too much you can yes. let the people know your background i'm from ghana and togo most of my family is from ghana and togo and mm. yeah i've really been able to experience both sides of the culture um i'm Iwe as well and so you know i'm having a good time being Iwe and <laughs> exploring the culture my grandparents were the ones who kind of taught me the language and the food and and everything that i needed to know about the culture dope and um for those who don't know togo's right beside ghana right beside it um we had the experience <laughs> of going to ghana in december uh november december yes and um talk about that how was the ghana experience for you ghana was amazing i was able to do Accra fashion week <clears throat> That was huge for me because it's something that I've always wanted to do. Like, I always wanted to Let the people know what a craft fashion week is as well, too. A craft fashion week is a fashion show that happens in Ghana every year. Um, I think it was the fifth anniversary. Um, yeah, and I was able to go and showcase my collection um, as a Canadian designer. And yeah, it was a really it was a really fun experience. It was different. I felt very comfortable because, like, you know, it's people who look like me, the people who I'm trying to reach. And yeah, I, I'm gonna do it as much as I can, actually. Dope, dope, yeah. dope. Now I want to make sure everybody. I just want to know in the comments right now, how are we sound wise? Because I know I seen someone ask a question when they came in. My brother Max, the speaker, is just joined us as well too. Let us know how we're doing with a thumbs up, or you guys can. We we actually look amazing on the YouTube mm-hmm. right now. We might just have to get the. It's a little zoomed in, but we can get the logo part that so they can see the motivation money. I think we're good now. I did it automatically, but everyone does, yeah? Okay. Gotta figure out why that's happening in the meantime. Let me see. Still saying we have an echo. An echo? Oh, it's probably because both of us are. Yeah, so probably what I gotta do is I gotta make sure. How are we sounding now? Because you guys can head to our YouTube channel right now, Motivation Mondays Live, and watch it direct there with no technical difficulties. <laughs> Soon we're going to figure this out so we don't got to do this IG Live at all too. But I think I hear it in my ears. It sounds like we're good to go. So let us know in the comments with a thumbs up if we're good. And then we'll get right back to it. But yes, talking about a crowd fashion week, was what was your first major fashion, fashion show, show that you did? Um, my first major fashion show that I did was uh, African Fashion Week Toronto. Uh, after I graduated from school, I wanted to be part of the show, um, but then they said that it was like two thousand dollars to be part of the show. I was like, nah, I can't. <laughs> and so, yeah, I found out that there was also the student design competition, and that was like less money. So I was like, okay, I'll do that and. If you win the uh, competition, you're able to be in the main show. And so I was mm. like, okay, that's the goal then. <laughs> and so, yeah, after I found out I could, I was eligible to do the student design competition. I did that. I actually went to Ghana that same like year in the month before the fashion show. And I had to get everything done a month prior to. And then I had two weeks after I got back from Ghana to do the show, like to get ready for the show, to make oh, the clothes. Wow. And so I had like one of my outfits in Ghana with me so I could like do some hand sewing. But when I got back, I just like, I went hard and I did what I had to do. I did the uh, competition and I ended up winning. 
And then I was able, because I had a collection already done to make, like, to do the show, but then they told me that I had to use a certain fabric. So I, I did that within the two weeks, and then I came back, I did the show one, and then I was able to showcase, like, the collection that I actually wanted to showcase, plus the new collection. Dope, dope, dope. And you are an award-winning fashion yes, designer. Yes, yes. So tell me, what does, when you won your first award, what does that do for you? It, it was very, I don't know, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling because I knew I was working hard, but I didn't know if anybody else was like, you know, seeing the work that I was putting in. So it was reassuring. Um, it wasn't like anything of value, but like I felt like it meant something to me because I saw that other people were appreciating the work that I was putting in. Um, it gave me motivation to do more as well. So. Yeah, I just had I had to keep I had to keep going after I won the award. Perfect. Now talking about motivation, and let me just remind everyone, we're live on YouTube right now. So once you get into the YouTube, make sure you click that like button, that subscribe button, and join us there so you'll have no problem or issues with the echoing. Because I, I I realize people are saying it's echoing. I don't hear the echo though. Right. You hear, oh, you're in the mic. Uh -huh. Maybe that's it. But should yeah, you it should be good. But everyone, meet us on the YouTube right now. That way we have no issues. Oh, maybe. Okay. Mic check. Let us know if it's a little better. We just took off one of the headsets. That should be better. But um, yes, head to our YouTube right now. I see more people coming to the YouTube right now. <laughs> Click the like button. Um, We're going to type our messages in the YouTube box and then we'll have the conversation over there. But um, yes, I, sometimes awards, it gives us that assurance that what we're doing is correct. Mm -hmm. You know, it lets us know that, okay, your hard work pays, is paying off. Mm -hmm. And I want to take it back to what we were talking about. What motivates you? What motivates me? Um, I, I, whenever people ask me that question, I used to say the culture a lot. It still is the culture, obviously. Like, my my fashion is very culture-oriented. But right now, um, it's the younger people around me. Um, I see them, and I see, like, this the way, like, the world is working right now. And it's kind of, like, you know, wonky. <laughs> but I feel like if I portray myself the best I can, then they will see somebody that's doing something with their lives and, like, trying to do something the right way. And, you know, to motivate them to do more as well. So, yeah, the younger people around me are definitely... Because they're so amazing. Every... All my baby cousins and, like, my nieces and nephews, they're all brilliant people. And I just want to be, like, a role model to them. So, they they are my motivation, for sure. Dope, dope, dope. And the thing I love about that, because we're going to talk about that later. Actually, we talk about it right now. Mm -hmm. If there was some advice you could give to your younger self, mm -hmm. what would it be? Um, <laughs> advice that I would give my younger self would be just to keep believing in myself and not to look outwards for reassurance mm. because a lot of the times I would, you know, as a kid, like you worry about what people think about you and like how people are portraying you. But in this very moment, I've come to a place where I don't really care anymore. Like people like the way Instagram works, people follow everything is about following somebody that you you know think is worth following mm -hmm. if people don't want to follow me then that's their problem but for me 
I'm going to do what I want to do. And then if people follow me and like, like my work after that, then that's just what it is. Don't you know. Now. What year was Nikwale founded in? When did you in start? In 2019, officially. 2019. Yeah. And so far, you've been able to win three award, your uh, three-time award-winning fashion yes. designer. So, yes. which award? What, can we name each award? Uh, it was the Emerging uh, Designer of the Year uh, for African Fashion Week. There was the Black owned fashion it was i can't remember what it's called it's like black fashion designers of canada and then there was like the student design competition okay that's the one that we talked about Mm -hmm. now here we talk about self-purpose did you have to find yourself first to be able to get this brand going or did you get the brand going and then through that you were able to find yourself and find your true purpose and passion I mean, I feel like I'm still in the process of finding myself. I don't feel like I'm ever going to stop finding myself. Um, there's a lot that I've learned through this brand. But then there was also like me already knowing that I am an African-Canadian person. That's what brought me to making this brand. Even the fact that like my brand name is like a Iwe name. Mm. I wanted it to be Iwe because I knew who I was. But I'm still growing every day. Like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to stop growing. Um, Yeah, that's what I really enjoy about this whole thing is that I'm able to experience new things every day. And I I can't stop growing. You know, there's always room for growth and improvement. So Now, being a fashion designer, take us behind the scenes. What's the process (laughs) like? Because I feel like there's a lot of hard work. Um, as you guys can see right now, we got this beautiful sweater on right now, made mm-hmm. by her. Got the prints and everything right now. We turn it right now. But what yes. goes on behind the scene? Um, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of crying and like you know, making sure that I get things done because I said I would. Um, it's a lot of self motivation because most of the time I'm by myself in that room sewing the outfits. So. Doubting myself is like the biggest enemy. So I have to just keep making sure that I'm always on top of making sure that I'm okay. Um, It's a lot of being a million things at the same time. Like I'm a fashion designer. I do the pattern making. I do the sewing. I do the designing. I do the financial aspect. I do the, you know, marketing aspect. Everything is on me right now because I am a small business that is trying to make it in the industry. Hmm. Now, one thing I love about what you talked about is, and when it comes to entrepreneurship and building your brand, there's going to be a lot of days when you're by yourself. Yeah. Getting the work done by yourself. Um, but I've seen, I've been a part of fashion shows. I've hosted fashion shows. And your team is amazing. Thank you. Like the models. I feel like, I, I remember Ottawa, mm-hmm. when we did the festival and you came <laughs> out. What goes on with those kind of processes do you like when you're looking for models Mm -hmm. when you have a show coming up take us through the whole concept of how do i prepare for this so whenever i have a show coming up i obviously have to think about like what i'm making after that's done um before the show i have to find the models the models always have to have good energy um models can be models but at the end of the day the energy that i'm trying to portray with my brand is bigger than just wearing clothes it's like it's to be inspiring you know you have to be like a bold person you have to be 
somebody that carries themselves like they are the only person around you know mm. it's not about like hating or anything like that like the energy like you saw in ottawa like energy is always like really really high with the models and so yeah it's always just about making sure the energy is right before the show so that people can see what i'm trying to portray and i think energy is everything yeah you know anything you're doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean just by looking at you your attitude your demeanor whether you're smiling happy i could tell a lot (laughs) people don't realize yeah and we live in a society right now where People, it's not like they're judging you, mm-hmm. but people are trying to see what energy you give up. Exactly. Especially when you're networking. Mm-hmm. And I know I seen you at a, there was an event in the city a couple of weeks ago. You guys all got dressed up. Oh, it was Van, the Van Gogh. Yes. Yeah. What was that about? What was that experience? It was basically, it was a show where there were artists and like fashion designers and creatives from all types of places that came together to just like, be that's what i got from it like everybody just came as their themselves um and showcased like either music or whatever they were doing but realistically everybody came there showing out like how they dress and how they want to be seen by the world yeah it was an amazing experience dope 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 now what does networking mean to you Mm -hmm. and like take it back to the beginning days how did you used to network back then and how do you network now? Um, <laughs> back then, I was, I didn't really know what I was doing. I still don't really know exactly what I'm doing. I feel like nobody ever really does. But um, back then, I would just go to events and try to say like, yeah, I'm a fashion designer. I didn't really have much to show either. So I would just go and be like, yeah, I'm a fashion designer. I'm trying to do this and that and the other. But then now I actually have something to showcase and I have something to give off. Like I have my Instagram, like all of my content is there and I'm able to wear myself most of the time. So networking is a lot different for me now because people are able to like actually see what I'm giving off rather than me just talking about it. Hmm, 100%. Mm-hmm. And how important is networking to you? It's very important. Like every knowing people is the most important thing when you're trying to do something because you can't do everything by yourself. Like it's impossible. So being able to know different people from different aspects, whether it be like tech people or, you know, people in finance, people in marketing, people in, you know, sports, it could be anything. You never know where like the actual, um, the beneficial people will be, you know? So you, you have to make sure that you know a lot of different people in order to be, you know, great. You don't know where it's gonna come from. And that's why you got to be nice, literally, to people because you never exactly. know who's who. <laughs> exactly. One day, one person. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I've had some places where I had some events and somebody was volunteering. Mm-hmm. And like, thank God, I'm mm-hmm. smart and I use my head when I speak to people mm-hmm. because <laughs> they became the biggest person. Yeah, yeah. Had some big roles. So I think that's everything. Um, I want to talk about your soccer days. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we can learn a lot through sports. Yes, you can, yeah. So I want to take it back to how you being the soccer player and you not being the entrepreneur. What are some of the things that are similar that you learn from playing sports that you're using in today? Um, just making sure that things are organized. Um, when you have a plan, <laughs> things work out a lot better. Making sure that you have a plan is everything because... Like on the soccer field, when you go and you have a play, 
and then you're able to execute it like the game goes a lot better than like if you guys are just doing whatever you know what mm. i mean um leadership is a big thing as well when it comes to soccer and me having my own brand um making sure that you're able to come forward when you're needed is everything like especially because you're doing it by yourself you have to be the one to come forward and be like okay this is what we're doing today and soccer taught me a lot of like teamwork as well being able to work with other people and against other people um yeah i feel like soccer was a huge part of my life and it taught me a lot into going into fashion and the reason why i brought it up is because mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes people are in a place where they gotta make a, a choice, just like you. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna pursue sports or am I gonna pursue the workforce or entrepreneurship? And sometimes it's like, it's okay to have, make a change yeah. and to trust your instinct. Like if you truly believe that this is what I'm passionate about, go for it. Yeah. And you know, it may not be easy in the beginning, but in the long run, you can become that fashion designer that yes. becomes an award-winning fashion designer. <laughs> You know, because I know when you started, it wasn't about the awards. No. It was about making the clothes, making it look good, and being the best that you could possibly be. Yeah. Exactly. And you make males and females. Yes. So everybody out there, I'm throwing it out there, nikwale.ca. Make sure yes. you check them out. Um, I see in the comments, First Tribe Africa, I learned so much from Nikwale. And honestly, you're humble <laughs> and great you. designer. Thank you. You made some of my dopest pieces. I was out in New Jersey. <laughs> And yes. everybody was like, yo, where is that? Where can I get that? From yeah. Africa? I'm like, <laughs> from Africa. Canada. Yes. She's African. We can get that from Canada. Yes. Now, what is that feeling when you see your clothes being put on on an international level? It's amazing. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I got here. Like, I, you know, I worked <laughs> hard. <laughs> I did what I had to do. But, like, just to be able to... I went to a festival this one time. It was Manifesto. And somebody was just walking around in my shirt. And I was like, like, how, how are you even like wearing me right now? It's a very exciting experience. And like, I feel like it motivates me to do more every day. Every time I see people even just asking me for like a quote, it's just everything is I'm very humbled right now. Yeah. Yes. Let's give her her flowers. Um, let's send some fire emojis, some hearts. <laughs> let's throw some orange hearts for the orange sweater. Yes. Clothing by uh, AIM. My guy Jules is in the cut as well, too. He just said the new Africa. We are here. We are leaders of the new school. But mm -hmm. we're, we're super proud of you. Thank you. And I know you have so much in store. I want to talk about this now. Mm -hmm. So Black History Month, mm -hmm. you had a pop-up shop. Yes. So let's talk about that. Then we'll get into the good news that came out of that. <laughs> Yes, so um, in, during Black History Month, we partnered up with RA, uh, and we- Let them know what RA is. RA is a, it's a store in Bramalee. They are doing big things right now. Um, they carry a lot of different African brands. It could be clothes or, you know, hair products, earrings, like everything. They have everything like people that we are want. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, they hit me up and asked if I wanted to become, be part of the pop-up shop. And I said, yes. <laughs> and I was actually selling what we're wearing right now. That was an amazing experience because I was able to showcase in the mall for the first time at Bramalee City Center. And then after that, like, you know, she asked me to 
uh, put my stuff in her store. And I was just like, yeah, I'm about that life. And so, yeah, now I'm actually selling in Bramley right now. If you see it, you like it, you know, go and buy it and support other black businesses. Yes, yes, yes. Big congratulations. Thank you. Um, I see the hearts and love coming. So Bramley City Center, that's in Brampton, uh, Bramley and Queen. Mm-hmm. We got, and you know what I like about that? You got an opportunity mm-hmm. to be a part of a pop-up. Mm-hmm. You promoted the pop-up and through the engagement, the community coming through, showing up, I came through, I bought this offer yes, right here. Yes, yes. Um, and look at that. Your outfit's in the mall. It's in the mall. <laughs> Just like that. That's and, honestly amazing. And I'm pretty sure this is a goal of yours. It is. It is. I want it to be in stores like this year. And then it just like kind of randomly happened. So I'm very humbled about that. You know, I'm going to put out more stuff as well. So, you know, stay tuned for that as well. <laughs> so was that something you had to, because they reached out to you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure one thing I love about you is you got your content on your personal page mm-hmm. and then your brand page. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're always wearing your stuff. Mm-hmm. Dancing, laughing, smiling, <laughs> yes. photo shoots. I want to go to the nitty gritty process of making these clothes mm-hmm. and then also getting content to push out to promote your brand. Because it's not easy. It isn't. No. It may look easy. It's not. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> it is so frustrating. No, but yeah, um, the process of making these clothes were very quick because I was asked within like a span of like two weeks and was able to agree to it like maybe a week and a half prior. So I made these outfits like within that time span and then went and put it in the store for the pop up. And like it was an opportunity that I wanted for a while. So I was like, I'm not about to pass this up. So I did my like no sleep time and like you know, I put in the work, I went shopping for the, the rest of the fabric and I came and I did what I do. I had to do. And now I'm in stores. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be more stores. Yes. There's going to be more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of your biggest goals that you have? In that? My biggest goal at this very moment is to open up a fashion school in Ghana. Mm. Yeah, that is my biggest priority right now. <laughs> So that I can um, eventually um, have my fashion house in Ghana. So see how like people like Chanel, they would have their fashion house in Paris. Mm-hmm. And people come there, like celebrities, influencers go there and like they try on their stuff and like have a good time and stuff. I want that for myself in Ghana in, and to, you know, portray that same or not really the same energy, but some type of like high class energy in Ghana. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about giving back. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're talking about um, giving back is so important. Yes. Because, you know, it's not about even getting anything in return. It's that feeling that you get when you know you're able to put a smile on somebody's mm-hmm. face and add some value to somewhere where our parents came from. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's why going back home and traveling around the world is so, so important. Mm-hmm. You get to... You know, like this trip, you were able to go to Togo. Yeah. And give what's Togo like? I never been to Togo. What's Togo? What's that? <laughs> Togo is Togo is an amazing. It's so beautiful. Like honestly, Togo is the most artistic place that I've ever been to. Like hands down, there's always art everywhere. Like the people are hilarious. Like people, in, I don't know what it is about Togo, but everybody's a comedian there. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's just such a lovely place to be, especially when like COVID is 
not booming. <laughs> um, but yeah, Togo is a lovely place and it has a lot of different like inspiring places to go to. Like they speak French and it would there. Um, yeah, I can't say anything bad about Togo, honestly. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Hopefully one day I get to go to Togo exactly. as well too and make something happen. Um, it's 11.14, but at 11.11, we always say an affirmation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read out today's affirmation, mm -hmm. and then we'll get right into uh, to what it means. So today's affirmation is, I'm confident of finding my dream job. I'm open to new and exciting opportunities. I have all the talent, skills, and knowledge to succeed in my job or career. Mm -hmm. So I'll repeat that again. I am confident of finding my dream job. Mm -hmm. I am open to new and exciting opportunities. I have all the talent, skills, and knowledge to succeed in my job or career. Yes. I love that. That's amazing. And I'm living it not right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm living that right now. When I thought about the mod experience, I looked at the affirmation. I was like, yo, let me pick this one out. Because we got to put these things into the into the air yeah. you may be at a job right now that you don't like mm -hmm. or a job that you want more pay better pay and it could change for you yeah but there's gonna be stuff you gotta do you didn't just sit there and get in the mall no. <laughs> and get on fashion shows fashion week toronto fashion yeah. week accra mm -hmm. you have to put in the work there was a process one thing that you talked about earlier that i loved was if you plan, if you fail to plan, mm -hmm. you plan. If you plan to fail, <laughs> you fail to plan. Yes, you know what I mean. So it's it's one of those things where you gotta plan. Because mm -hmm. literally, if you fail to plan, you will plan to fail. Mm -hmm. And you gotta take the time to sit down, write things out. I always encourage everybody when we have conversations like this, have a notepad, um, get a piece of paper, a pen. Not everything you gotta put into your notes because you may forget it. It'll go through one ear and on the yeah, other. Either. So it's so important. Um, are you reading right now? Are you research like when it comes to pieces and stuff, like we brought up Chanel and different fashion weeks. Mm -hmm. What is that research process like? The research process is um I would say I don't really have too much of a research process. Like I kind of feel a lot. Mm -hmm. There <laughs> we go. Turn me into the, the, the life of a fashion designer. <laughs> um when like for me finding inspiration to design is what i'm feeling in the moment i feel like i feel like my best self when i'm wearing what i feel mm. and that trickles into what i design to make for people you know um yeah i do a lot of emotional drawing i don't know if anybody really understands that but it's basically if i'm feeling some type of way I'll draw anything, like if it's a design, if it's a scribble or anything, like it'll come out. And then I'm able to, um, you know, come out with like a design after that. Or even coming outside of fashion to do like, I like to play around with music as well. So I go into that and then I'll come back to fashion. Like I can't always just be doing the same thing either. So whenever I'm frustrated or like creatively blocked, like I go and do something else that's creative to me. And then I come back to it and I'm like, okay, I can do this now. Mm. And you know, whatever colors that I'm putting out as well is like how I'm feeling as well. Like whatever I want to put out is what I put out. Oof. Yeah. I love it. And you know what's so crazy is you're gonna make these things happen all around the world. <laughs> I already see it happening. You know, um, I'm trying. 
Any big plans for this year coming up, 2022? This year, my only big plan is to go back to Ghana and do the fashion show bigger than I did this year. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I really want to do that. I also want to try and make it out to the UK for some fashion stuff as well, hopefully. And yeah, I'm just trying to travel as much as I can. I want to travel and be able to showcase my work in different countries and different cities. That's all I want to do this year. So let's get back to Ghana, Craft Fashion Week. When you saw your models walking with your clothes out, I saw that video and (laughs) the pictures. What was that experience like for you? And what did that do for you? It was, it was beautiful. It was, it was an amazing experience. Like I've always wanted to showcase in Ghana. So being able to see the people walking and like I invited my whole family there after the show, like their faces, when I saw their faces, like it just, I had to cry a little bit, you know, it was an emotional one. Tears of joy. Yes, yes. It was amazing. Like, and I also used a lot of like old time songs that I listen to when I'm stressed out and I'm sewing. So like just, it was echoing in the, like outside and just having my clothes walk to those types of music was everything to me. Like I, I couldn't have had it any better and I can't wait to do it again, bigger and better, hopefully with my own song this time. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was, it was beautiful and made me want to want to do more. Okay. Dope. And and congrats on that. Mm -hmm. I want to use this time to open up for questions. Anyone has any questions, please feel free to ask whether it's in the YouTube uh, comment section or on IG live, there's a question box. Um, questions are very important. Yes. I know there may be some, there's some fashion designers that we have um, in the chat right now. So you guys can use this to ask any questions. Um, Christelle was there too. She said it was, what an experience it was to watch. Mm-hmm. Now what is it like having supportive friends? Not every, you got a lot of supportive <laughs> friends. Yes. You like, got, your, your friends don't play about knee quality. No, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm so, so, so grateful. My family and my friends, they are my everything like they mean the most to me so for them to be able to be there and to experience it with me was like everything because i know that it's not like that for everybody so i'm i'm like i just i can't be anything but appreciative for them they motivate me the most out of anybody like the people that i don't know motivate me as well but like them like they they keep me there you know Anytime I'm sad, like, they know I'm sad and, like, they'll be like, you're going to be out of this in, like, two seconds. It's not a problem. And I always am because they're there for me. 100%. Now, I want to get back to the purpose part. Mm -hmm. What was that moment where you realized, you know what? This is all I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to focus on right now. And I'm going to make this happen. Hmm. The moment that I felt like it was something that I would do for a long time is in school, actually, because even in school, I, it was an amazing experience. I had a lot of fun learning about like different aspects of fashion, but something about me putting my culture and fashion together made me feel like I was able to look the way I felt. Mm. And even I had to kind of fight for my like final collection to be an African collection because I was like, how are you guys going to tell me that I can't when this is who I want to be, you know? And so with that, there was a lot of experiences where 
I would bring to light to my teachers some things that were, you know, unfair. And then they would see it in my through my eyes and then they would change that. And it was like every time I had an issue, like I would bring it up to them and they would change it immediately because mm. it was something that they weren't seeing. And then it was just to be able to make that change, just like a small change like that. And like my school was really cool. <laughs> and so I felt like, you know, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep making changes. I, I want to keep like bringing to light what the culture is and what it is to be an African woman in in Canada. Now, I want to get to the part where there's a lot of fashion designers, there's a lot of people who make clothes. What makes Nikwale so different stand out? Mm. What makes Nikwale different is the ability to not look outwards for, like, you know, any type of reassurance. I feel like for my brand, I don't look outwards and like what the trends are for what to put out. It's kind of everything is me. Everything is how I feel. Everything is how I want to be seen. And nobody is me. So that's the biggest thing that I could say is different about my brand. I like to be, um, I like to stand out. I like to be bold. I like to be colorful. And even when I'm not colorful, you'll still see me shining in color. You I know? love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. We got our question, uh, Vanessa, what's good, girl? She says, what advice would you give to someone just getting started in the fashion industry? Um, some advice that I would give is to explore everything in fashion. Know everything about it. Make sure that you're not trying to be a fashion designer because of any outward experiences. Like it's, It should be about you and what you want to portray, what you want other people to feel like. I feel like a lot of fashion designers come into it just wanting to kind of make some money, but it is a hard industry to be in. So if you have to be like very passionate about it, you have to know what like you're doing it for. And I, I think that's uh, a, a well perfect answer. Mm -hmm. Vanessa, let us know the, the thumbs up if she answered your question or if mm -hmm. you'd like to get more in depth. Um, as well, we're live right now on YouTube. Head to Motivation Mondays Live. Um, you'll be able to see us clear. <laughs> we have the IG lives just to remind people what's going on. But YouTube is where we're bringing everything to into the traffic. Yes. So I got some hearts from Heather. That's mom over there. I think we got some thumbs up. We got some hearts coming up right now. So let's take it back to the pandemic. When this pandemic hit, <laughs> um, you got your online store, mequality.ca. Yes. How did everything change for you? And what did you learn from this pandemic? Huh. I felt useless, honestly. <laughs> and the pandemic hit, I was like, wow, like fashion is not important. Like people are going through things and I didn't know where to put myself through that pandemic. Hmm. And it put me into like this very weird space where I even got like a therapist and I needed to actually see like what was going on with me after I was able to realize that I'm still very like valuable to like people, you know, like art is art. And no matter how you bring it out, like people are watching and they want to see, you you know, so I was able to come out of it and start my online store. After that, it was like, you know, a lot of people were supporting me through that because they loved what they saw. Um, 
I didn't want to just sit there and like do nothing. And I felt like it was time for me to have an online store anyway. So I did that and it worked out. And you know, one thing I, that you talked about is getting a therapist. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like some people talk to themselves a lot where it's like, okay, maybe I need to get a therapist. Yeah. Maybe I should go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. What helped you make that decision and what were the benefits from doing that? Because I think it's very important sometimes when we're going through a lot, especially entrepreneurs. Yes. Our brains are rushing and it, even a person who works a nine to five, doesn't matter. We all have all these stuff in our brains, goals that we want to achieve. But what did that therapist do for you? And what was that process before even getting it? It was like, for me, I'm the type of person that's usually able to get out of a funk, like after some time. But for this one, it was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't coming out. I was just in my room eating and watching movies and stuff in the dark. And it was just like, nah, like I don't like the way I feel, but I can't get up. And so I was like, you know, my sister is somebody that I go to a lot when I need help or like, you know, to Shout talk to, to somebody. Shout out to sister for yeah, beautiful like, yeah. <laughs> But then, yeah, like even talking to her wasn't helping. So I was like, you know, I think I might need to talk to somebody about it. And I feel like people look at therapy as like, okay, you're gonna go and then get fixed. But realistically, it's just like I said earlier, like I'm always growing. It's something that you have to keep doing and to understand your flaws and understand like the things that you're going through rather than it to be fixed, you know? Mm -hmm. I realized very quickly that the more I was able to talk to her, um, the more I was realizing about myself, like the more things I was realizing about myself that I needed to fix or I needed to improve or I needed to enhance, you know? And so, yeah. Now, how did you go about even getting the therapist? Was it something that you had to search online? Yeah. <coughs> so I was looking for black therapists in Canada because I felt like for me to get a therapist, it would be something, somebody that I would have to relate to or that could relate to me. And that is, yeah, I did. I found one. <laughs> um, it was a black woman, like maybe in her like late 30s, early 40s. So I needed somebody that like was, you know, that is, has experienced life before, but also is like close enough to my age to, uh, to understand my experiences. And so I went um, looking on Instagram, actually, I was looking for different like websites and I found one, I can't remember the name, but um, yeah, I found that website and I was able to get matched with a therapist that was to my liking because, um, yeah, I put in all of the things that I was going through and then they were like, this is a specialist in these things. And 100%. so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why people, it's so important to do your research. Mm -hmm. Literally, Instagram, Google, everything is there. You just got to search. Yeah. Sometimes you have something in your head or your brain that you want, go type mm -hmm. it up. Oh, no, yeah. It's called One Piece Therapy. That's what it is. <clears throat> One Piece Therapy. Yeah. So shout out to them as well, too. And yeah, I think these are conversations we need to have. Yeah. It's very, very important. Mm -hmm. It seems like you love that decision you made. I did. It was it was sick. It was so sick. It was really, really, really hard. But I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Though I feel like music and fashion play a big part. Like they play a big role in each other's yes, life. Yes. Um what music are you currently listening to right now? Uh, I'm listening actually to be truthfully I'm listening to a lot of local artists like Tommy okay. is one I told him shout out to Tommy 
There's a I can't remember his name. It's Bolu. Bolu, yeah. Bolu's my Bolu's guy. Sick. He's so sick. There's also like Charmaine. Oh, Charmaine is yeah, dope. Yeah, she like she you, knows. Was her first time seeing her at manifesto? Yeah, yeah, it was manifesto. So I love. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, I'm listening to a lot of different like local artists because they're giving me what I need. You know, I need like a let little me, bit let of. Me, let me let me send this out to our, our our. Let me send this out to them real quick. Yes. Let me see if we can get them because. I feel like that's good that you talk about that because mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to fashion mm-hmm. and it comes to like even creating music plays a big big a huge role part. Mm-hmm. and you know let me get it out to them right now I'm sure me there she is mm-hmm. and um you know when you're able to feel good look good exactly vibe good everything just you know uh, I forgot Charmaine's Instagram. It's I. Is it I am? I am Charmaine. Yes, I am Charmaine. I am sure. Superstar girl. Somewhere, I think. She may have changed her name. Okay, but I'll send it out to Bolu and to Mo Finder after too. But shout out to all our upcoming artists mm-hmm. um, doing great things. Um, you as well, too. I've heard some unreleased music from you too. <laughs> you know. Um, it's a secret, but not really, you know? I'm trying... Talk to them about that hobby, about that, that passion. Yeah, like, I'm actually working with a good friend of mine, Leon Suave. And, like, he is, like, the sickest producer that I know. <laughs> um, he kind of just understands, like, the sound that I'm trying to portray. And it's it's beautiful. Like, it's, you know, Afrobeats meets, like, kind of, like, a pop meets, like, you know, everything that I am. <laughs> So I'm really having a lot of fun doing that. Even Tommy's been helping me out a little bit. Nice. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. I like to sing and like rap and like you know think about beats and stuff. So it's a really cool experience. It gets me out of like any funk that I do have, and it's very it's it's nice to like listen to myself. You know, when I'm like driving around and I can hear my own music, that's sick. Like, yeah. And I feel like as a fashion designer, having that music component is so important because you got runways, you got shows. <laughs> People got to listen to music. They got a vibe. So if you can promote yourself and do what you love as well too. Exactly. Um, I think it's all for the better. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies outside of creating and fashion? Yeah, yeah like a hobby. I like to cook a lot too. Like okay. I love cooking. <laughs> I, I, I mean, anytime like... I'm bored or I need to do something and I'm trying to like eat like I'll make something creative or I I like to write a lot um I don't really put that out there a lot but yeah I like to write poetry a little bit um I like to draw I like to do music obviously um yeah anything creative is what I like to do and yeah that's what I could say <laughs> dope 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 yes. now now that we're here, 2022, mm-hmm. a new year, we're in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. You've been able to win three fashion awards. Mm-hmm. You've been able to be in multiple, triple, quadruple mm-hmm. fashion shows around the world. Yes. You're now in a mall. Mm-hmm. What also is in the back of your mind in terms of the process of getting what you want to get done in Ghana? Mm-hmm. Like the next couple months, what do you got to do to make sure that happens? Right now, I have like a million different jobs on top of me doing the fashion so that I can get my finances together to be able to actually achieve that. 
I have to, you know, go back to Ghana. I know it's going to be a process. So, like, I have to go back to Ghana and see how I'm actually going to be able to um, afford to buy land so I can build a school. Um, yeah, but right now, my main concern is to make the money. So, I'm working, like, 30 different jobs trying to, like, get it all together. Yeah. Now, talking about finances, Motivation Mondays, our, our platform is about understanding self, purpose, passion, and finances. I'm pretty sure a lot of money goes into even making these clothes. Yes. And uh, fabric and fabric. The, the machines, <laughs> sewing machines. Yes. For somebody looking to come up, or like, what did you have to go through, or what equipment did you have to buy? What is the finances part when it comes to creating? When it comes to creating, like, okay, so I had to buy a industrial machine. Industrial machines are better than domestic because they can carry a lot of weight. They can do more than just the domestic. Like the machine breaks a lot. What's the difference so, between the two for people who don't know? It's like the domestic machine is something that you can carry around. It's okay. like a lighter weight, but the industrial machine is something that's a lot more heavy duty. And it's able to, like, you can't move it, you know? It's like a table and the machine and engine and everything, like. And so that, like, buying that was, as soon as I graduated from school, I went to, I worked in a car factory. And I got the money to get the machine. Um, I was able to get a serger as well. I needed, like, a couple of tables. Um, I needed space for my fabric to store my fabric as well, like, storage. Um... I needed a rolly chair because without that, like, I'm, I'm always, like, getting up and, like, you know, doing things and it's cutting out time. So mm. I needed a rolly chair. Um, yeah, just a lot of different things. I needed so many things. Every, I'm even in the process of trying to find a, um, what is it called? It's a different machine that, like, it helps with, like, these types of uh, seams. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. We'll get back to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I love I love how you always, in your clothes, you always rep Africa. The yes, culture. yes, yes. You know, you talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, got all these different patches and stuff. And trust me, yesterday you had me looking my best at that one. Uh -huh, you know, I was proud of that one. <laughs> yeah, that one was super, super fine. I, yes. I, somebody who's getting married actually took your number. Yeah. Um, his name is Sam. So he's going to reach out to you. Okay, cool. Because he wants to uh, get some pieces done. Yeah, and I'm here I, I don't know how your brain power gets all these different ideas <laughs> to, to get so creative, yeah. but you do it, and you do it well. Thank you. And you know, this platform is about you versus you, making the uncle cool mm -hmm. while dying. it's you versus you. What are some of the things when you're by yourself looking in the mirror, um, whether you're creating that, you're telling yourself <clears throat> to keep you on float to create the best possible pieces you could possibly make? Um, I talk to myself a lot in the mirror. And most of the time is that, you know, I'm great and that I'm able to do things and I'm able to come out of any type of blockage that I, I put myself through. Um, everything is my fault. So I have to make sure that everything I put out is making sense. Um, yeah, just to be able to realize that I am this, you know, fashion designer that's from Ghana and Togo. I used to play soccer, so I have a lot of like experience with like teams. I have like, you know, I speak French, I speak English, I speak Iwe. Like nobody is actually like me. So to be worried about other people can't be my priority, you know? 100%. And I think once you master that and understand that, you can become your better, the better version of yourself right away. Exactly. With no complaints, 
you'll find your true purpose, what you're passionate about, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to stay in your lane and exactly. flourish. Mm -hmm. And you know, everybody, we're all unique individuals. We're all different. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I think I talked about it last episode where I believe we all have a talent on this earth. Not everybody's able to showcase or broadcast what their talent is. But when you are able to find out about your true self, mm -hmm. it's, there's no better feeling. Exactly, yeah. When you realize that you're unique and like you're the only person in this entire world, whether you are like, you know, you or you have a twin or like whatever the case may be, nobody is like you because your personality is different from other people's. And it's just a beautiful thing to realize and to go through life realizing. I always tell people in this life, there's so many people trying to copy and be mm -hmm. other people just stay true to yourself yeah there's, there's not a lot stressful. of people but if you can become that person yeah it's the best decision you could ever make and yeah. i mean one thing you talk about we're always learning every day yes. we're always growing mm -hmm. so no matter how young we are no matter how old we are <clears throat> we can always take things from people and that's why we have this platform that's why we get special guests mm -hmm. to be able to pick their brain see what they've been able to go through and talk about life Mm -hmm. and the experiences that they've been able to go through. Yeah. Um, anything, what, what else? Did we leave out anything else? We got to make sure we talked about purpose, passion, understanding self. We talked about the finances part. Mm -hmm. And I know the finances part is only going to, more money is going to be needed <laughs> to get everything done, but it, you know? it, the blessings will come. Exactly. Um, take us back to a time where you were able to create something like a one piece mm -hmm. and it turned into something that maybe you made several pieces out of because mm -hmm. of the response you got out of that one piece um hmm. i know you made a lot of pieces i made so. a lot of pieces <laughs> there's a lot of things um yeah most of the time when i make something people see it and they're like okay like i want that one there's actually like a men's outfit that i made it was like brown and like it was brown and jeans and I don't know, everybody liked this. So they wanted me to recreate it for them. And then it was the same concept as like the outfit you were from Manifesto where like it was like kind of like the outside was or the inside was outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like that type of concept. It was really sick. I don't know how I got there, but I got there and that outfit was the one that I made the most for people. Um, but yeah, most of the time when I make something for like you or any other influencer, they people come in there like I want something like that. I don't like you usually to like recreate something exactly the same because I want people to have their own individual experiences. But yeah, most of the time they'll be like I like that and I want something as like similar as possible <laughs> to that. You know what's so funny because I do that. I'll be sending you something <laughs> like yo, I need something like this. This is exactly. dope, and you sauce it up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna before we wrap up, I'm gonna leave some time for questions as well too. Mm -hmm. Um we had some people ask some great questions, but I know we have some aspiring fashion designers, fashion designers that are here. Feel free to use the question box to ask some questions and um let's pick Nikwali's brain right here. Yes. Um, there may be somebody sitting there and they're like, yo, I wanna ask this question. I don't, do it. <laughs> just do don't it. Don't think about it, just do it. Um, today's episode has been amazing. We got to talk about how you're able to get your brand in the mall, mm -hmm. um, the process of getting some of these fashion shows, what goes on behind the scene, 
Um, you've been able to rep the city of Toronto at the Fashion Week, Africa Fashion Week as well, too. Mm -hmm. What does that do for you, too, as well, too? Like, what does that, being able to showcase to your culture, to the city you're from, mm -hmm. and knowing that your brand is growing, yeah. what is that like? What is it doing for you? Um, it's like being able to showcase here and outside of Canada, like, has been everything. Like, it's just... It's really cool to see that other people from other places can also enjoy my work. Um, it's cool when I come back and people are like, oh my God, I saw you at like New York Fashion Week. I saw you at this Fashion Week, that Fashion Week. And I'm just like, yeah, like, did you like it? You know, because I'm doing this for them, you know? It's really, it's sick that I have so much support behind like what I'm trying to do for myself. So yeah, I'm enjoying every moment of it. That means everything. And um, mm -hmm. let the people know where they can find you on social media. Yeah. Uh, email, uh, website, how to get in contact with you. Yes, you can find me at NYKWALE on Instagram. Um, email Nikwale at gmail.com. You can find me in shop at Nikwale.ca. <coughs> you can find me on TikTok at Nikwale. You know, Twitter at Nikwale as well. Everything, you know. <laughs> Everything Nikwale. <laughs> yes. And um, any last words you want to put out there to anybody or some advice to give out before we wrap up? Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me here. And you're, like, always, like, supporting me. I really appreciate that. You have no idea. Um, I really appreciate the work that you're putting out and, like, the influence that you're putting out as well to the young people and the older people and the people your age. Um, I really appreciate everything that you are doing for the community and how far that we're all going because, partly because of you, you know? And you yeah. know, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. um, this helps me just as it helps everyone else. Yes. Um, our brother Max is going to be in the studio today, but he, he's putting in that work and, and helping. And we got a lot in store. Yes. Trust me, we got a lot in store. And, um, you know, we're just staying consistent. Mm -hmm. Make sure we put the work, upgrade, learn from what we need to, and, and keep the thing pushing because at the end of the day, we can learn from one another. Exactly. And it's important for us to have these different conversations. And, you know, we can learn, we can get better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every day is a new day for us to be 1% better. Yes. And yes. growth is there for everybody. Um, and I want to thank you for coming on today as well, too. Thanks. Thank, thank you, you so for much. There's me. a lot of gems we're going to. I'm going to listen to this over, see what I can take from this as well, too. And to all my upcoming fashion designers, you guys got some gems in here. So if you're looking to have your stuff in stores, be a part of Fashion Weeks, mm -hmm. be an international brand, then, you know, you should be good to go and, and, and understand what is needed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that wraps it up. Yes. Thank you so much. Maybe. We're twinning. We're going to get some pictures. We're going to get some videos. Mm -hmm. And that wraps up episode 28. Peace and love, guys. Yes.